Morning, Rabbi. So I just want to welcome to the share we have live in person a good friend of mine, very good friend of mine, Yehuda Kuhn, all the way from Chicago, who joined us in the share today. Hashem. We were in Yeshiva together, so uh, he could definitely uh, confirm whatever it says in the Ami magazine, or maybe not, whatever. Akaponim Rabbi Sai, today we're going to continue what we started at the beginning of the week, which was the sugya of Isabaheta, Bosnabaholam. We started last time, I think it was Sunday. When was the last time? I think it was Sunday, right? Yeah. We did the sugya of Isabaheta, Bosnabaholam, of Kashrus, which is very, very important. Come join us, have a seat, please. So, Lemaisa, like this, we gave, yes, uh, Sunday, a little bit of a hakdoma, a little bit of an introduction to why is it that it is so important to make sure that what goes into your mouth is kosher. Um, and the effect that it can have, as the chinuch we mentioned, it can have such a tremendous effect on a person, the food that he eats, and how important it is to make sure that that which he eats is kosher, and of course, there's no shadows of boss of a and traitors and everything else. So today, Beis Hashem, we're going to go into the next introduction, is to understand the isurim of boss of a cholov, and then in Mitzvah Shem on Sunday, we'll try to go through practical cases, going through some of the situations that arise in a regular kosher kitchen, and how to avoid some of the problems that may come up. So, the first thing we have to mention is like this. Torah tells us three times, that tells us, right? Three times the Torah says, do not cook a kid in its mother's milk. Why does it say it three times? What is the necessity for the Torah to repeat three times the Issa of Basabaholov? So the Shulchanah Paskins, the Gemara in Cholin, of course, Shulchanah Paskins, the reason why the Torah tells us three times is to tell us there are three separate Issaim and we're going to discuss them today. That's going to be today's shit. The Issa number one is Bishal. That means the Etzim cooking of Basabaholov, even if you're not going to eat it, is going to be also. We will discuss. Number two, there's the Issa of Achila, even if you didn't cook it. But it has to have been cooked, which we'll get to. And number three, the Isav Hanor, benefit, which is also a major nafkamina lahalacha lamaisa. We will see. Now, we're going to go through these three Isurim one by one and try to explain them. Again, three Isurim, three times the Torah, that tells us don't do Basavachon of three times, specifically the Issa Achila, the Issa Hanor, and the Issa of Bishal. That is the thing. Number two, the Issa Da'oraisa of Basavachon has to be with meat, basa. It has to be with meat and milk. If you're using, for example, oif, chicken, that will be an isidura bonon. Ah, you're going to ask me, my nafkamina, if it's a deraisidura bonon, the deraisidura of fire is also hot. Very good, Bech. So the answer is what? The answer is, there's a major nafkamina legabe what? Legabe fire. Legabe <laughs> isa what? You say better. <laughs> no, what? Oh, is that, was that right? Yeah, but for what? What's an afkamina? Oh, zukub matcha. Fahana. Avada. There's gonna be a major afkamina. Fahana. Moyudi. Mohashem. Okay. Okay, let's understand the reasons why it's Asa. Now, we don't really know why it's Asa. We don't really, it's a chayk be'etzem. This week's parasha. So, it's really a chayk we don't understand. But the maisa we have, Various different explanations. Number one is we have the chinuch. The chinuch explains what is the pshat, as he normally does, the taimei ha-mitzvah, the taste of the mitzvah. It's not the mitzvah itself, it's the taste of it, right? So the chinuch says that about it's a chayk, however, it's like shatnas, it's like kilayim. There are certain things that the rabboni shalodim just does not want us to mix. And one of them is bosa and cholov. As I state in the chinuch. The rambam. The rambam, kedaukeh ha-kodesh, 
writes many, as he, as he does for many Yisurim, he writes that the Yisur of him is Avodah Zorah. They used to do Avodah Zorah through Basav HaKhalav. Mimela, separate yourself from Basav HaKhalav, and this way you don't have the Shaykhahs to Avodah Zorah. They have an Ezra, and the parasha says, it's cruelty. Poshit Achzorius, it's cruelty to cook Basav HaKhalav. What's the cruelty? So he says it's like cooking, um, I'm sorry, it's like shechting a mother and a baby in the same day, which is an issue, you're not allowed to do that. And therefore, that's a cruelty thing, to cook a baby in its own mother's milk. It's partial cruelty. Rabbeinu, what's that? Doesn't make a difference. It's all included. All included. Because once they were goes, they were goes on everything. Rabbeinu Bachaya, Rabbeinu Bachya, says exactly like this. He explains that um, the idea is, is that milk comes from blood. Right? That's where it comes from. Right? And milk comes from blood. And therefore says, Rabbeinu Bachaya, if you cook meat into milk, the milk turns back into its original state, which was blood, which obviously is an issa of having blood. Now, the Zoya Kodesh, we just came back from the Adigib Shimon, the Zoya Kodesh brings down, again, we're not going to go into it, but he explains that meat is din, and milk is rachamim. In the Mela, we don't mix din with rachamim. Okay? Now, let's explain, Rabbi said, the three things that we spoke about before, try to understand where the issa is. We said that one of the Isurim Abbas Abacholov is what? Yidla? Bishal. That means to cook. That means that Edsim cooking Basabacholov is going to be Asa. Even if you're not eating it. A guy calls me up one time. He says to me, he wants to work in McDonald's. He wants to work in McDonald's. Come on, let's learn, right? What, what do you do? Is he allowed to work in McDonald's? We'll talk about the Hanal soon. But the guy with the Bishal, right? Is that called Bishal Basabacholov? Now, by the way, there's a Gansalomdus to McDonald's. People have spent millions of dollars on researching how things can be, you know, done in a certain way. The colors, right? The red and the yellow. You guys didn't notice, but I'm just... The colors of the red and the yellow have been researched to be colors that attract the eye. You guys don't know this, but the benches that they have in McDonald's when you sit in the restaurant, which again, you don't know, is is very slightly tilted um, upwards, so it's not that comfortable. Why they do that? They do that specifically because they don't want you to stick around too long. It's a fast food chain. So in the mail, if you stick around too long, they're going to have people sticking in chairs. They don't want that. So they make it a little bit uncomfortable. You don't chop it. And this way. Now, we've all seen the pictures with the cheese drizzling down over there. It's all garbage because when you go in the restaurant, you don't see any of that. But the point is, there's a lumbus to how that works. Is working in McDonald's considered to be bishal boss of a cholob? Is it bishal? I have a hot burger and I put a piece of cheese on it. It's not really called bishal. Right? What's the biggest thing? The Torah tells us, I mean, the Shukhanach explains it very clearly. That means the Torah asked Bishal in the normal way. That's the Issa Daraisa. If it's the non-normal way, that will not be a Daraisa. I'll give you an example, Rabbi Isai. I'm asking the owner a personal favor. Please do not shout out anything of what I'm about to say, even though you may have a major taiva to shout something out. I received a letter. I received a letter from a certain place in Eretz Yisrael, which will not be named or said loud, okay? Certain place in Eretz Yisrael, the only Mestama know what it is. And the guy sends me a letter as follows. This is the letter, I still have the letter. He says to me, I have a big problem. Because Shabbos Kodesh, Avadu eat Fleishik, that's what we do. Shalashidas, especially now in the summer, it's late, we eat Milchik. So I take the table cloth from Friday night, and I take the tablecloth from Shalashidas, this has got meat, and this has got milk, and I put it in the washing machine, and I want to know, am I over on Bishal Basavacholov, if I'm going to be pressing the washing machine with hot water inside, and the tablecloths are going to be cooked in there. 
we don't have to say where this letter came from in Eretz Yisrael, but we all know. Now, Al Kaponim, the Belzadayin, with Shammai Gross, in Shevet HaKasichelik Zayin, brings a Shaila. What happens if a person goes to Afghana? Whether you should or should not, I don't know. I'm not getting involved. This is not a haskama that you do or do not. But those people that like the garbage cans on fire, so they want to know, are you over on Bishul Bas of a Cholov? If you're having the garbage can, a Bishul of Fleisch, and a Bishul of Cheese, and you light it on fire, and you're over on Bas of a Cholov, in that case, or both sides. These are serious shilas. But the Maisa, the Shulchan Aruch, brings Derech Bishul Osra Torah. The Torah only asked the Derech of Bishul. Whatever's normal to cook, it's not a normal thing, in my opinion, I think, to cook Bas of a cholov in a washing machine or in a garbage can. And therefore, that will not be included in that case. Another example, by the way, is by the, we, we very rarely find that the Heidegger Chovetz Chaim, talks about Bas of a cholov. Very rarely. He writes on Arachaim. It took him 25 years to write the, the Chalokin that he did on Mr. Burra, just on Arachaim. Can you imagine if he would have done Yeridea, Evan Ezra, Echosh Mishpat, it would be Moed Epikali Sol. He didn't get there, right? So we had Arachaim. Few times we find that he, you know, sticks in in Yonim of Yehudah. We spoke about it once by Peyus Arosh, if you remember. Where does he discuss? This is a great quiz question. Where does the Mishnah Burah discuss Hilchas Basavacholov? Well, the Olam knows about that, right? The Be'alach is so simon Shin Zayin, where he says over there that if you have a mirror la'akum, that it's also to tell a goy to cook Basavacholov. Why? Because Amir Akim tells us that you're not allowed to tell a goy something that you can't do, just like on Shabbos Kodesh. You can't tell a goy to do something that you can't do. Then mainly you can't tell a goy on Wednesday to cook Basavacholov, even if for himself. Right? Because at the end of the day, it's not for me, but the issue is telling someone to cook. Amir Akim is included as a pastor in Mishabura. Now, by the way, the Chibina Rav, David Misharim, Chayda Gimel, Simon Lamad, has the Shaila about the following case, that they had a certain chocolate, and this chocolate had a chashash basavacholov inside the chocolate. They had no way of investigating if it had basavacholov inside it. The only way was to actually cook it up. When you cook it up, it separates, and that's the way to chop it, to cook basavacholov. So Shaila was, is it mutter or asa to cook it if it's not amanas to eat it? It should be never brings a, a kesef mishnah, where the kesef mishnah says if it's not amanas, he brings a different etarium, whatever. But it's an interesting Shaila in that case. Derek Bishel, by the way, what about a microwave, right? Somebody sent me an email from a university somewhere in America, I don't even remember where, one of these far-flung places over there, and he says that he goes to the cafeteria, and his goyish roommate says to him, do me a favor, here's my sandwich, throw it into the microwave. Is he allowed to do that? Maybe his sandwich, the goyish guy, has a sandwich with salami and butter, you're putting it into the microwave for him, you are cooking basavacholov, but it's a microwave. What's the deliver of microwave? So Bishleim Azama famously said that a microwave is a durabonon, because there's no ish, there's no fire inside of it there. Rav Moshe writes in Shuvah, it was a novi, Rav Moshe was a novi, Rav Moshe wrote, that even though nowadays, in when he wrote the tshuva, nobody uses a microwave to cook, but the time will come that people will use a microwave to cook, as the many of them do at Hayoi Mazeh. So according to Rabbi Moshe and Rabbi Yashiv and others, a microwave is an Isidaraisa. So if you have a sofik, then there's a mokhaim to be machmed, tolin, Rabbi Kiva Eger, and the chap... Well... Sure they do it. No, 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 no. They use it to make eggs. They use it to cook oats. Oh, what do they do? What do they do? Sure, the meal mart. Oh, a man. Meal mart in Egypt. Meal mart in Egypt. Beautiful. Gavaldik. What, 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 what? No, but it could be, it could be sizzling the butter and the salami together. Yeah, even though it's already cooked. 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 Okay, we're both like, 
We're going to spend too much time on this. Uh, listen to this, Shaila. Somebody calls me up. He's at a uh, he's at an event with his business. It's a kosher business with a, with a bunch of uh, non-Jews over there, and they're making a barbecue. They're making a barbecue, and they did it. Sometimes they took the meat and they put cheese or butter, whatever it was, on the on the barbecue while it was on. So you have got the meat there sizzling with the cheese on top of it. And he says like this: "Said so they're all busy over there. I'm watching the barbecue. It's getting burnt. Can I flip the burger?" Am I allowed to flip it, or is that considered to be, I'm cooking Basavacholov in that case, right? So again, that's really considered to be a shayla. Is that called bishol, or is that called sli, roasting, right? The similar shayla when it comes to deep frying or shallow frying. Is that called bishol? Is it called afiyah or tzli, which the Pischitshuva famously in Yerodeh Simon Pesayin brings down whether or not a person has an isadaraisa when it comes to these things. We're not going to have time to go through all the nyanam. I just want to open up the sugya for the oilam. Achila means... Right, this is the second part of the Yisa, that it's only Osa to eat Basavachal of Midaraisa if it was actually cooked together. Which means Midarabonon, let's go like this, Midaraisa, I can have a piece of salami and a piece of cheese cold and eat them together. Midaraisa. Midarabonon Avadanot. That's a double portion. The third Issa is the Issa of Hano. That means a person is not allowed to have Hano if you had Bosa, meat, and milk cooked together in the normal way, then Hano would be Osa. For example, you guys think like this is not like a to us who cooks bossa and cholam. So I'll just give you a simple example. Let's say a person is heating up uh, a little bowl of milk. He's heating up a bowl of milk and he sticks in a fly sugar spoon. Now this fly sugar spoon was used three hours ago, 23 hours ago. As long as it's within 24 hours, it's considered to be a ben yoyma, right? So if that's the case, and you don't have 60 kenegdoi, Shulchanach at the beginning of the Simon Sali Dalad in Yerodeh tells us that the halacha is, that's an isidoraisa. That's an isidoraisa. A fellow calls me up from his dira and the me, and he says to me, I'm making this most amazing egg. And he starts explaining the egg with the mushrooms and the, and the onions, the way it's fried. I was like, why are you calling me? What do you want? He says, you can't imagine. This is a gefala chazach. I realized that I'm using a milchik pan. I said, what's the problem? It's an egg. Mabaya. He says, no, you don't understand. This is, you know, this is a dira, right? So we're putting fleisch in the egg over here. What's the halacha in this case? Am I allowed to use, what, who does such a thing? So is, that's a, if the pan would be, an, it would be a dora, uh, a ben yoimai, then that would be basa v'cholav do'oraisa, which means you can't have hanor. Any time basa v'cholav will cook together, the hanor would be asa. So for example, giving it to your cleaner. Are you allowed to take the egg and give it to the cleaner? Right? Ah, loisachonem. So everyone's busy with, huh? What's that? What is that? Nice chonim, nu rabbi giving presents to goyim. I've added it's more because there's a toilet. She spoke about it once in she. But you can't have hanor from it, right? The Taz, the Taz in Yerodei, Simon Tzadi Dalit, tells us, a modeke chiddush. Says the Taz, you're not allowed to give it even to an animal that's not your own. Because you get a hanor. I'll bring you a raya. I don't know if you guys have ever been to the zoo before, but I've taken my kids to the zoo before. It's mayodic, a perfect cholamoid outing. You go to the zoo, it's mayodic, it's kavaldic, and then you've got the monkeys. What is the greatest part of feeding the monkeys? You feed the monkeys, right? I state mafurish, also to feed the monkeys. It's not my monkey. I'm not saving any money. But the mice, I get a geschmack from it, right? So the taz in Sadi Dalit says that you're not even allowed to have a no by giving it to a stray animal. Listen to this. I was once, as I did many times, Baruch Hashem, I was to walk with Moshe Sternberg Shlita 
home from his shul to his home many, many times. We discussed many different shilas. One of the shilas I discussed with him was this particular shilas. Well, I'll tell you some more shilas we discussed at a different time. But one of the shilas I discussed was this shilas. And I asked the following shilas, and I said, are you allowed in Eretz Yisrael to take Bosov HaKholov? Let's say by mistake, you made uh, noodles and cheese and you didn't chop it, it was in a flight sugar pan, right? What's the din of taking it and putting it in the garbage can? So he said to me, what's the shilas? So I said, what do you mean? In Eretz Yisrael, the cats are going to go and get the garbage cat. They're going to go jump right in there. And, and you're feeding an animal that's a stray animal. That's how not. You're not allowed. So he looks at me. And then he pushes me. Like, this is my social boy. He pushes me. And he says, I wish you better hanos than that in the world. Okay? <laughs> so that was that. Al-Kopanim, that was the sugya when it came to that. A Mordekashai, a guy calls me up. He wants to work in, in a uh, restaurant in Tel Aviv. No, I'm sorry. He was working in a restaurant in Tel Aviv, right? There's daragas of Shailas. You know, you have the people that go to Elat. That, that's, that's fine. That's no problem. But then they have a Shaila on the kettle in the hotel room. I don't know if I'm allowed to use it. I Minyonim didn't bother you. Preetzer, Zach, and all these things. That's fine. Oh, but the kettle in your room, that's what bothers you, right? It's like with Shailas with the spoon, right? with the spoon. I, I told the oil what Shaiman said with the spoon, right? People busy, busy with a spoon. Is it Ben Yoima? Is it ain't Ben Yoima? Twenty minutes to handling the spoon. A betel toyre says, I'll buy you a new spoon. But when you have a shayla of chenach bonim, you have a shayla of when you move at the chutzah, this you decide on your own. This I can decide on my own. Oh, but the spoon, that's worth twenty agarot. Oh, and we spent twenty minutes clearing the shayla. Anyway, this guy calls me up. He's working in Tel Aviv in a restaurant. And I might say he wants to know that he's got a big shayla. Because every restaurant has specials. Specials mean that's something interesting for, you know, today's menu, whatever. So today's menu, he said to me, was basa paramu vushal bachalav. That's what it was. Mamish, you know, makayim the posik mahadrin mina mahadrin. So his shayla is, is he allowed to work in such a restaurant? Is that called hanor by serving the food, right? I don't know if it will be KFC, it will be Momakel, right? right? KFC will make it because it's chicken. If it's meat, if it's flesh, that's already a whole different shayla in that case over there. Um, smelling basavacholov, by the way, not poshut, right? The, uh, the I'm, I'm so sorry. Right, you look in Simon Cook base, where it talks about the reach and everything. It's very clear that smelling os issa is a problem. It's a bit, we've been mentioned the Maitzah one time, no? I was walking with the kids, if I remember, we talked about it once by Pesach, I think. I was walking with the kids down by the Kloisel, down the old city over there, and you have those, you know, the Arabs, they bake this long, you know, what, I don't know what it is called, it's probably got a, a what's it called? No, 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 the round, the, the long, what's it? Whatever it is. The kids, they were, they were making hummets, okay? And the guy comes out, the Arab comes out, and he says, ah! Smell! My kids look at him and say, Chomets, guy! Anyway, and they walk on. But component, smelling Basavacholov is a problem for a person that dafka smell it on Shabbos Koit on during the week is gonna be a problem in that case. So boys say we have a lot more to do. We're not gonna have time. But that's the Hagdama to understand the three years serum when it comes to Basavacholov is Isa Achila, Isa Ana, Isa Bishal, Mitzvah on Sunday. We're going to try to go through the practical halacha and how it applies to Shavuot, because that's what we're doing after all. Have a great day.